Welcome to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. I'm Jamie Allison. Um, we do things a little bit differently here, and thanks to all of our listeners who like to do things differently too. Um, we have uh, been lucky to have a really cool cross-section of guests on the show so far. Um, we've had people like Joe DeSina from Spartan talking about resiliency and building resiliency in your children. Um, he's been posting lately a lot of interesting stuff about that, and uh, um, he has a real routine with his kids and um, you know it's been a bit controversial so there's been some things out there right now about whether he's being too hard on them and not letting them be kids and and so definitely check those out um, and check out his past episode here where we actually recorded right after he had finished that morning doing his morning routine with his kids so when you see some of those videos about what he does with his kids on their run in the morning and things like that um, nobody's talking about is literally after what when he's he's done some of that with his kids so we'd love to know what you uh, what you think about that um, then on the other side of the scale uh, we've had uh, a cool guest like Nina Purewall who um, talks about mindfulness in our everyday and and she talked about some of the tactics from her best-selling book as well um, and then uh, of course we've had Heather Monahan and, and Heather uh, has uh, become very quickly a huge star on podcast one I think she just uh, hit her millionth uh, uh, listener and and she hasn't been up for very long so um, she's doing TEDx talks and and you'll see her name all over the place take a listen to the episode there she she's done a fantastic job and uh, um, that's just a taste of what we've um, featured in the past but we have some really cool um, uh, guests coming up in the next little while people who are really pushing ideas forward um, making moves in their space and at big idea big moves we really work to help you find ways to work better and live better. Um, it's been an absolutely fantastic time so far. So so keep spreading the news out there. Get subscribers to uh, uh, or people to subscribe. Make sure that you're listening. And uh, and every time we get a new one of these, um, you'll get to first crack at, at listening to them. And, and we do love to hear your feedback as well. So today's guest, many of you have already seen um, or heard of, uh, we had her as a, on a damn smart snippet uh, a little bit ago as well, and uh, where we take some small nuggets of information from people and uh, done a, a fantastic job in, in being able to do that. Um, and uh, so Kim Hot is a recruiting manager who has actually built a crazy strong brand in her space um, that is a bit of a cross of a personal brand and a professional brand. Um, and so she has, uh, um, you know, rolled that out across multiple platforms um, and is a big resource for job seekers and recruiters. And we're going to look a little bit today about, um, you know, how she's built that out, how it impacts her professionally and, and with work and, and some of her tips and, and tricks uh, as we go along as well. So um, so we really look forward to the chat today. Um, I've been following Kim's work for a little while and uh, and I know when I kind of first saw her building some of the stuff that she, uh, um, and I know because I'm, I'm a bit of a hockey fan and I know that she is as well. Um, she was a big Penguins fan and then she uh, she moved south. So my first question before we even talk about the, uh, uh, the tough work stuff is, um, you know, are you still a Penguins fan, or are you? Uh, did you have to convert when you when you changed locations? Oh my gosh! I, no matter where in the world I would reside, I will always be a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. You know, ah. 
You can find Pittsburgh Penguin fans all over the world. There was plenty of them in Florida. Trust me. Um, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's nothing in the world that can convert me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's a true sports fan, right? When it's not uh, kind of moving yeah. from one to the other, once you, once you move away, if you've really been a fan for a long time. So, you know, and, and I'm a Leafs fan, but you know, at least that's yeah. not a, you know, you don't have to be a, a an anti Penguins fan. It's only the Canadians no. you have to do that with if you're no. uh, if you're a Toronto fan. So, <laughs> um, so uh, you know, I, I, I've again, I mentioned that you know I, I've kind of watched your stuff for a while. But for those people out there who really kind of don't know, um, you know, they only know kind of the Better Call Kim kind of brand now. Uh, talk to us a little bit about you know when you were back in in kind of that area and and how how did you start out? How did you decide you wanted to do it? And and how did you start kind of building a brand when you know when it's when it's tough to do at the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when I first started recruiting, it, it quickly became something I was very passionate about. You know, one of my goals has always been, even before I ended up in, in this field, was to help people. And so using my role to help guide people on, you know, how to create a resume, you know, some interview tips has always been part of my approach in, in working with candidates and in helping them find the right position. And so as I was going along, started building a network on LinkedIn, I started getting a lot of questions um, from folks all over the place, you know, asking me, hey, you know, I have a job interview coming up. What are your top three tips? Or, you know, I'm looking to make a career move into a whole new industry. How do I go and approach that? And so as these questions started building up, it became apparent to me that job seekers felt lost. I mean, it's really a very fast pace. And I don't want to call it a game, but it it can feel like a game sometimes that you're playing and, and getting your resume to the top and finding the position. And so it really became a natural fit for me to answer these questions in more of a public forum and putting out video content and and written content across different platforms to answer questions. Because in my mind, if if one person had that question, there's other people that can benefit from knowing the answers to those questions as well. And being a recruiter and understanding what goes on behind the scenes, you know, I wanted to be able to share that knowledge with a, a wider range of people. Yeah, and and um, you know, obviously that has been um, you know a big driver is being able to um, to help mm-hmm. other people, and 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 I I mean obviously it does help you from uh, for the type of work you do as well. How how did you how did you start to kind of translate that um, across your own kind of career success? Because I'm I'm sure it impacted you that way as well. How how did that kind of fit across? Yeah, I mean. It, it, it all starts with building that brand. You know, I, I want to help people. Um, I've always, you know, kind of worked in the corporate recruiting realm. So I obviously can't hire everyone, but that doesn't mean that I can't help. And so really aligning that passion to help people and share my knowledge and answer these questions really tied into helping me build my professional career as well. Um, so in, in putting this information out there, you know, people are more comfortable to come talk to me. Um, and I want them to be more comfortable to talk to other recruiters as well. And the, the recruiting arena, I think, has gotten more of a negative reputation when the job market was in the employer's hands. And so kind of 
fighting against that that negative perception is very important to me because recruiters i mean we're not we're not blocking you from getting jobs you know yes there may be one job and a thousand applicants and only one person is going to get that but what can you learn from that recruiting experience that's going to help you find the right position going forward and so tying all of that information together has helped me build my reputation as a recruiter um, my reputation as someone that people can reach out to if they have questions and really just help kind of shine a different light on on how we do our jobs and, and you know me being someone that holds a lot of integrity in the work that I do that that I'm not the only one out there so it, it really helped kind of shape you know not only my, my personal brand but you know the work that I do the passion that I have and the professional um, professional network I have out there too yeah, and I, I think that translates to, you know, lots of other kind of professions as well. I mean, really, it gives you that opportunity to be able to um, build your own personal brand, but at the same time, you're building the brand of what you do and, and some more exactly. awareness to it, right? So Exactly, uh, exactly. Do you find it difficult any time where you know you're to separate because your your brand is a little different. You're not going out and branding your. Um, I mean, you are branding your company, but that's kind of the the back end of it yeah. a little bit. You're you're branding a both a professional and personal brand. Is that difficult to kind of keep that either separated or or connected? Like how how do you find that? Yeah, I mean, it is difficult at times. I mean, there's obviously a fine line on what I share that's more personal, um, but still keeping everything, you know, professional. And, and to me, having the opportunity to blend that personal and professional really adds that, that next human element to, to what I do. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes I think we get caught up in, you know, the nine to five, this is our job, you know, head down, not really tying in, you know, well, what really makes us tick? Why am I here? Why do I like to do what I do? And so I think that by blending the two and finding the right balance, I mean, you build that authenticity into who you are. And, and that's what I'm all about. You know, I'm not putting content out there to just put on a show or attract likes or attract visitors. I, I truly want to help people and I truly want to share the knowledge that I've gained over the years with others. And so tying in your personal life to that, um, you know, and what your interests and what your passions are builds that authenticity. And to me, that's something that's super critical in building your brand and should be at the top of your list if you're considering, you know, con building, um, you know, a bigger network around it. Well, and it seems like the, the people that build that, that stronger following or um, not necessarily just larger, but maybe more kind of engaged, connected following have done just that. They've been able to kind of keep um, the professional piece of it, but at the same time, give a bit of a window into, you know, into more than, and just seeming like a two dimensional person. They'd be able to create some of that three dimension on, on kind of what they, what their values are and how they are, how they can connect with whoever their followers are, their listeners or their, their viewers. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, well, and, and it brings me to the next thing is how, how do you, cause you've, you've hit multiple platforms. You've, you've um, mm -hmm. done things, both kind of written video and all those. Um, how'd you decide, you know, what was the, 
what was the right thing for you to be able to kind of build across? Because you do a lot on on YouTube, you do a lot on other platforms as well, like LinkedIn. And and how have you how have you chosen what to do, and how have you kind of managed that when you're yeah. on more than one platform? Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> it can be yeah, a little yeah. bit overwhelming at times. But obviously, what what I'm doing is 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 the better fit for LinkedIn. So that is where the most of my following and the most of my, you know, views and, and engagement comes from is that platform. Um, but I've branched obviously out. I have a YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I, I, I like to push content out to a variety of places because you never know who you're going to reach. Um, and it's, it's, it's similar content or the same content that, you know, you can find different tools that, you know, can blast out to, to multiple locations. And so I've branched out, but, you know, obviously what I do, it, it aligns better with LinkedIn. Um, I was having a, a recent conversation with someone about personal branding, and she's looking to build out more of her real estate career, um, which LinkedIn may not be the right platform. So we were talking about, you know, how could we strategize, you know, for her to build out on Facebook and some other areas as well. And so I think it's important to have a footprint across a variety of platforms, but know that you may not have the same success across the board. It's going to be the the network that best aligns with your message, who you are, and what you're trying to achieve. Right. And how, um, so if, if I translate to, because a lot of people listening, I mean, some are recruiters, some are job seekers, and, yeah. and then some are like you're talking about that they might be real estate people kind of thinking, how do I do this? Um, yeah. what, are some of, what are some of the tips you'd have in, in you know, how, how do you decide? How do you start to figure out which one might work best and uh, uh, start to kind of, um, you know, as you were as you were building, how did you start to learn which, which things worked, which things didn't? Like, is yeah. it engagement? Yeah. Is it other, you know, how, how, what kind of things do you measure to show whether or not it's really working for you? Yeah, engagement is definitely number one. I mean, where are you getting the most interaction from? But engagement is, is a two-way street, you know, just because I get a bunch of comments on a post or a bunch of likes, if I'm not going out and, and, and purposely engaging and responding, it's going to just falter. And so it's where you want to put that, that effort into it as well. Um, so once, you know, step one for me was, was figuring out who I am, what I want, and what do I want to achieve from this. And then looking at different platforms in terms of, you know, what type of content do I want to put here versus there. Um, but it, you'll, you'll start to see where you're going to get the most engagement from by, you know, people just reaching out to you or messaging. And so LinkedIn kind of guided me in that direction before I even realized what I was doing, to be honest. And so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of natural. But the, where you get the most engagement is, is going to be where you're going to get the most value and people are going to get the most value from the content that you're pushing out. But you have to be proactive with that engagement. Um, I, you know, I get some statistics from LinkedIn consistently about what I'm putting out there. And I know there's weeks where my, my day job is very, very busy. I am not posting yeah. a lot. I'm not, you know, engaging a lot. And, and my, uh, my views and everything will drop. And so you just kind of take it in stride. But it, it really will become very obvious that where you put that effort in, in terms of engagement, is where you're going to get the value and reward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that I mean, it, it, that's the interesting piece is is how much how much effort 
do you have to put in to build it? And then uh, there's still the maintenance as you go along. And and actually, that's what we're, we're going to take a really short break. We've got um, um, a quick message to, to go through here. But when we come back, um, we're going to bump off of that and, and ask Kim a bit about, um, you know, what's what's kept her motivated in being able to do kind of some of those postings as, as she's went along. And, and um, how do you keep it up when you've you've got a you've got a day job and how do you prioritize that? So we're going to ask uh, Kim about that when we come back. So small business owners, HR people, anybody who is really putting together a business that's small to medium size, one of the things that gets held back all the time is not thinking about having to build things right. And all of those basics, the HR basics, the talent basics, they're the non-flashy, non-sexy things, but they need to be in place. Look at all the organizations that have grown too quickly, haven't put those things in place and start to lose their culture, start to lose some of the things that, uh, that you've, you've worked so hard to be able to build. Um, so that's why we have actually put something together. You don't have to have this big kind of technology solution, all of those things. Um, you don't have to hire a whole bunch of people. Um, what you need to be able to do is get some of those basics in place right now. And what we have is uh, a kit we've put together for you to be able to have kind of all of those basics, about um, 20 different things ranging from, you know, how, what does a job posting look like? What kind of process should you have in place to be able to make sure that, that um, you're bringing the right people into your culture? Culture, the employee guide so that you make sure that you solidify that culture all of those things that if you've read the e-myth that Gerber is saying is make sure that you build those in right away also performance appraisal forms all of those kind of basics I know that everybody's gonna to want to bring in the new flashy thing but what we've done is uh, so many of our clients have just said look let's just get something so that I can kind of get that jump start and so what we've done is put something together to be able to help you quantum leap past all of these things and be able to get some customized tools in your hands right away so if that interests you if you want to grow and you want to be able to do it quickly you want to be able to get to the more value-add stuff instead of spending tons and tons of hours and I'm talking hundreds of hours being able to put together a lot of these kind of basic policies processes and procedures um, you know give us a shout and so I'll, I'll tell you you can email me directly at Jamie J-A-M-I-E dot allison a-l-l-i-s-o-n at epitome e-p-i-t-o-m-e h-r dot com and i'll make sure that you get the information to you right away Welcome back uh, to Big Idea, Big Moves, and we're talking to Kimberly Hot. Um, and Kimberly uh, has has done a fantastic job, as we've already heard about, um, kind of building a building a brand. She does lots of uh, lots of good content for for job seekers uh, to help them through things, and we're going to talk a bit about that in this second half. Um, but also, you know, we were talking just before the break, Kim, about how um, it can be difficult if you have. You, your regular job, and then you do have to um, spend time being able to build a brand that, uh, whether that's uh, a professional brand, and so whether you're a recruiter, whether you know you're a real estate agent, whether you're um, somebody just wanting to kind of build up a more influential brand, um, how do you how do you kind of keep that balance when when you've got a, a role and and what do you do personally and and how much you know when is enough enough about being able to kind of keep that brand moving yeah absolutely so if, if you're really focusing on building a brand that's 
professionally going to help your career, putting that effort in is essentially going to help you do your job better. Um, I know I found that personally for me in, in recruiting and in putting my messaging out there. People feel more comfortable to come to me. They want to learn about the jobs and things that I have available. So just know that that, that effort may seem different at first, but if it's helping you ultimately get to the goal that you that you want to you know extend your professional career by building a brand and building a network you can embrace it i mean it's it's really just a matter of kind of refocusing efforts and finding a new way to leverage social media and different platforms to help you do your job better yeah and 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 i think that's the piece right especially when you've got that crossover of professional and personal that the whole remembering what the intent is, the intent is to help you with your kind of professional piece of that brand as well. So, um, so you don't want to lose track of it unless you know that you're going to be the next, you know, Lewis House or something like that as well. You know, um, so uh, when when we're looking at you know, one of the things you often are doing is is giving advice to um, to the people that you serve and and their job seekers and and people kind of out there that. A lot of the people listening are probably, if they're not actively doing it, they will be at some point. And um, um, you've probably seen some things that are, are really important for them to do and, and uh, some things that are, are kind of limiters in being able to move forward. So maybe, why don't we start on the, the positive side of things? And um, you, know, you are a, a, an expert on the, the LinkedIn side of things you're, and, and how um, you know, job seekers can go, go through that. Uh, how about a, f a few tips or a few things that you think that maybe um, job seekers aren't always doing that they should be doing if they, they want to be able to get that job that they really are hoping for? Yeah, I would say step one, it, it seems very simple, but if you sit down and actually think about it, I think that some people miss the mark and that is, you know, defining who you are and what you want. You know, it's not always about, well, oh, I want to make, make more money or I want a, you know, higher level title. What do you truly want? You know, and that's one of my favorite questions to ask folks during an interview is what really drives and motivates you? You know, what are you really looking for in your next opportunity that's going to excite you? And so that's where people need to start. Um, once you, you define that, then you can build your brand around that. I mean, share that, you know, knowledge out there that you have and exude that, that passion and that drive. And a lot of it comes from taking that definition and then engaging with other people, um, whether it's engaging with recruiters or engaging people with people in, you know, the same industry that maybe are in a role that, that you would find exciting. Um, just talk to them. Understand what makes them tick. What do they like about it? Understand what the challenges are about the role and continue to engage from there. Um, it, it, the foundation is all networking. And I think that, you know, now with the, the opportunity and tools that technology has given us to networking is not just limited to coffee shops and happy hours and different events after work. I mean, you can really reach out and, and, and connect with so many different people. And I think some people, you know, maybe don't realize or don't, you know, know how to take advantage of that. And step one is defining who you are. And step two is just networking and making it happen. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I mean, one of the things that, um, that, 
we do kind of as an organization is often, you know, looking at the, the more kind of process oriented side of, of recruitment and, and job seekers are always kind of concerned about that. You know, I send in a bunch of resumes and I, I can't get through the ATS blockers and um, yeah. uh, applicant tracking system for those people who aren't in, <laughs> in that kind of realm. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting how people, you know, the things that have changed, have also really not changed is in that um, you do uh, get further by networking. Like that's, you know, regardless of how much there is from an automation standpoint and all of those things, so many things are still done through really strong networking, but they might not just be the traditional, what we think of as traditional networking. And and you've hit it kind of perfectly there that there are tons of other ways to do that. Um, and, and one of those ways is, is being able to kind of take advantage of, uh, of building a, a personal brand around what you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if your resume is one of hundreds that gets filtered into an ATS, you know, you're not going to have the opportunity to let that personal brand shine. Um, and I know people get frustrated with applicant tracking systems. Um, there's sometimes an, a necessary evil that, that we yeah. have to manage through the process, but reach out to people on LinkedIn. I mean, reach out to people in your community. Just start a conversation with someone, maybe at a, a company that you're targeting to be a part of. Ask them what they like about the company. You know, it, it, it's, the, it's the fine balance between, you know, selling yourself and trying to find that right opportunity and just really getting to know, you know, is that the right job for you? Is that the right company for you? Does this align with your values? And so it's really about gaining information and and approaching it in a way that you're looking to find the right career, the right role for you um, and and building your brand and showcasing that um, in front of the right people will get you further than blasting your resume over and over and over again to different job boards. Yeah. And I I think a lot of job seekers, I mean, you know, recruiters may understand it, but I think a lot of job seekers don't understand that LinkedIn has has more than one function and one of the functions yeah. um, for many, many recruiters in corporations all over the world, um, they have a different look to LinkedIn where they actually use that um, to be able mm-hmm. to kind of search for people, filter through people and and be able to make those connections. So, so you're not just creating something that is like on a front end of a Facebook. This is actually something that yeah. can be searched and and um, funneled and everything else by recruiters around the world absolutely yeah and i'm not shilling for linkedin i'm just (laughs) but that is (laughs) that is what it's used for a lot of people don't realize that's what it is so it is all the information that you're putting on the front end gets filtered into linkedin recruiter which is a tool that i've used for a decade now and Um, You know, if you belong to um, a special, you know, industry group that, you know, you engage in content, I mean, I can find that you're a part of that group. Um, I can find that you're engaged with my company. I find that you're open to new opportunities. This is things that, you know, may not necessarily shine on your personal page, but it can filter through and and help bring you to the top. So engaging and showing an interest in, in what you're doing rather than, you know, sitting back and letting it happen. Um, you have to be you have to be proactive in your search. And and how about on the other side, Kimberly? I'm sure you've seen some uh, um, some really great things happen with job seekers, but some things that are really kind of no goes, non non starter things. Are there is there anything from that end that you could share that uh, you know make sure you're not doing as a job seeker? 
Yeah, I mean, we had talked about it before, you know, it's always great to to let in a little bit of your, your personal side, you know, what your values are, what drives you. Um, you want to be careful not to overshare, um, obviously. Something else that, and, and I completely get it, I've been a job seeker, obviously, before in, in my lifetime as well, um, is, is to really not not let the process bring you down. I mean, job seekers have more power than they think. And the power is going to come through networking and, and building a, uh, you know, building a community around you that, that, that helps guide you to your right career. And so, you know, I really advise against, you know, you know, sharing those frustrations. I know sometimes people get a little <laughs> bit vocal around that and I get messages as well. And, you know, I talked to a recruiter three years ago and, you know, just, you, you can't, you can't let the negativity bring you down. Focus on what you have control over and, and run with it. I mean, you have more than what you realize as a job seeker and, and take ownership of it and just get empowered and, and keep moving forward. Yeah, and, and and I think people forget that recruiters are people too. So um, so yeah. yeah, if you're if you're consistently uh, you know not being nice to the person who you're relying on to hopefully get a job somewhere, um, you know that's that's probably not the best thing to do. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be the right thing to do in any kind of customer service job. So I you know we it's not really a, a heck of a lot different in this realm either. So no, absolutely, and recruiters need to remember that we were all there too. You yeah, know, yeah, our, it goes both ways. Exactly. And maybe our job day in and day out, you know, to, 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 you know, reject people and hire people. But, you know, we were there once as well. And, and having a little empathy for the candidates in the process will, will go a long way. And it's something that, you know, as humans, we should we should be doing. So absolutely. Candidate experience is the one piece that uh, I think seems absolutely. to seems to drop over time in almost every place. And, uh, you know, the places that can make sure candidate experience is number one are going to be the people that, yep. uh, you know, have the strong brand because people are going to say good things whether they got the job or didn't. Right. So same with absolutely. recruiters. So. Absolutely. Okay, well, so the one thing that we usually try to, to get um, from kind of every guest is, is towards the end, just try to find out, you know, if, if um, listeners were to kind of go away and do kind of two things that, um, you know, would either, and, and uh, the good thing here is, is we'll, we'll kind of say either build their brand or if they're a job seeker to help kind of build their brand and hopefully get their next, um, next job. What would you say, you know, if, if today, this afternoon, tomorrow, um, someone were to, to kind of jump in to, to do something that helps build their brand right away, um, what, would, what would a couple of kind of key steps be that they could do that's very actionable, Kim? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, step one is, is defining who you are and what you want. Um, and then if it, it's coming to job seeking, update your LinkedIn profile. Uh, I, I, I often do get questions from folks asking me, you know, oh, if I update my LinkedIn profile, is it going to signal to my employer that I'm looking for a new job? And no, yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn is a community where you can, you know, yeah, you can find a job, you can connect with people, but you can also engage with people that are in similar fields as you and ask questions and learn new things and it's really about a, a community of information and you need to take advantage of that. So define who you are, uh, update your LinkedIn profile, make sure it's complete. Um, LinkedIn, you know, definitely can walk you through the steps to build, I think they call it the rock star profile whenever you get everything complete. So take a moment and do that. Um, I would say after that, 
the next step is just engaging with people. You know, um, and engagement isn't always just, you know, scrolling through a site and just hitting like a bunch of times. You know, ask questions. Um, you know, maybe there's a topic that was posted out there on a site and somebody asked a question that you have an answer to. Well, answer it, you know, start that conversation, start that dialogue, start that engagement. And it doesn't necessarily have to be online. It can be, you know, at a user group or whatever in your in your own town as well. So network across the board uh, is is really going to help you help you you know achieve your your career goals as well. Awesome. Okay. Well, and again, um, I know we could talk through this stuff for ages, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, thanks very much for for joining us for this uh, this episode, Kim. And I'm I'm sure tons of people will have those questions once uh, uh, once you see the posting about uh, about the episode, or if you have got this through a subscription and, and you want to jump on any of our uh, social platforms, do that. You can. You can ask those questions, and and we'll make sure that uh, that um, you know Kim gets to see them because we're going to ask her. You know what are uh, what are some of those different kind of places they can find you, Kim? And and I know you have a hashtag. Why don't you just kind of go through some of that, and we can we can make yeah. sure people are engaging with you. Yeah, absolutely. So I use the hashtag Better Call Kim. Um, I would say LinkedIn is probably the number one site where you can find most of my content around jobs you know, job tools, tips, interview tips, and things like that. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, most of my uh, my usernames are Better Call Kim. So if you search that hashtag uh, or even by username, you should be able to find me very, very easily. Um, I try to push new video content out once a week. Um, but you can also access past interview tips as well. And I'm, I'm always happy to take questions or feedback or, you know, future topics that people would, would love to see. Uh, that's what really kicked off my brand and, and my blog. And it's something that, you know, I'm always happy to continue and looking forward to engaging with in, in my, my network. Yeah. And I would, I would say if you don't, um, if you haven't, you know, just listen to kind of the one of the newer ones. Absolutely, go back and and listen to the the past content because there's some really great stuff in there for job seekers. So, uh, um, so just uh, make sure you follow those things. Follow Kim uh, on all of her platforms. And uh, uh, again, I'll just ask everybody: make sure you hit the subscribe button on the podcast and uh, and flip it around. Talk to your friends. Make sure that they hear. It. We're going to have lots more great guests coming up. Um, we're really excited. We've got some some really cool people booked. Um, and thanks for listening, everybody, and, and uh, keep working to, to kind of make, make your work better and your life better as well. So we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks.